2021 was nothing short of a roller coaster ride for investors. Turbulent times always make for good opportunities for investors and opportunities for learning. As we look back on the year just past, this is a great time to assess strengths and weaknesses and improve portfolios accordingly. Markets are volatile in nature, so investors need to be ready to alter tactical positions or promptly seize opportunities. Joining us to discuss the year in retrospect and what we can expect in the coming year is Adrian Pask, Chief Investment Officer at PSG Wealth. First of all, welcome, Adrian. As 2021 draws to a close, I think most would say it's been nothing short of a roller coaster ride for investors. In your expert opinion, what were the biggest trends that shaped the financial markets over the last year? Hi, Kieran. Uh, thanks for, for having me. Yeah, no, it's been definitely a, a very volatile uh, type of year. Um, a lot of things that took place that were maybe not within investor expectations and, and naturally that will introduce some volatility in the market. So an interesting year to say the least. I mean, what were some of the things that uh, we're talking about a V-shaped recovery, a K-shaped recovery? Well, what was your reading of that? Yeah, I think initially, I mean, when we look at these type of uh, bear market events, it's very important to understand whether they are event-driven, like a pandemic, or whether they are a little bit more structural in nature where the entire financial system is compromised. Because obviously for that, you need you know, regulations to try and come in and, and repair things. In this specific case, it's quite easy to repair things on the back of just introducing some more capital into the, into the economy with monetary and fiscal stimulus. So in that sense, I think you know the, the, the V market recovery was to a large extent expected. And that's exactly what I think what we see now more recently is that, you know, it's become a little bit more uneven. So if you look at the, the year-on-year numbers for GDP growth, it looks fantastic across geographies, largely speaking, around the globe. But if you look at the more recent quarter-on-quarter numbers, you can see that the base of base effects are starting to filter out and we're starting to see some red flags here and there. Even if it's just at a lower pace, the growth is just definitely starting to subside a little bit. At least the acceleration behind it is starting to, to subside a little bit. I mean, we saw our numbers came out. Generally, year-on-year growth is still at 3%, which is fine, but we've had a contraction of 1.5% for the quarter. So, And that's you know quite similar in trend that we would see globally, not necessarily negative, but definitely lower quarter-on-quarter growth numbers coming through across the globe. I mean, if you look at these trends, what are the sort of most important learning curves for investors that we can take from these events? Well, I think in, in, in turbulent times, it's important to to also be able to identify opportunities. So I think that's where seasoned investors really come into their own because when you work in markets you know, on a daily basis, you get a better understanding and appreciation for how markets behave over time. And, and you start to see some of these things as more, more normal as what some retail investors would perhaps. So we did see many fund managers in the industry jump on the opportunity and try and harvest some some alpha for clients. I and mean, some of the, the key ones were, for example, in the energy space. We, we knew what happened to the world last year, a lot of turbulence in that space. And subsequently, obviously, energy prices have recovered and companies like Sussel have done done quite well out of that. So I think it's really important to keep that that opportunity-seeking mindset intact. And also, I think in the end, valuations matter in the end. So, you know, we, we've seen um, a lot of, 
poor growth projections come into play and companies sell off on the back of that. And then a lot of liquidity come in, as I've mentioned before. And obviously that played havoc with, with valuations. But I think if you look at the price to book values of many of these counters, it did seem like it's just unsustainably low. So, so, so on that side, you know, they have done, done quite quite well and then some of the basics i think in terms of lessons you know often these are are, are good reminders these volatile periods that again the old cliche of maintaining a well diversified portfolio when things are really tough and uncertain you know maintaining a well diversified portfolio is one of the one of the few levers that you can pull to get some comfort but also you know having a disciplined process for how you deal with these type of events is is really key so i think those were good reminders for for even professional money managers who as i say you know work in markets on a day-to-day basis uh, i think everybody continues to learn and again just highlighting uh, the importance of having discipline in, in your process and thinking and if you look to the coming months what are some of the trends that we can expect to see i mean i see the imf is expecting growth quite good growth uh, next year but not quite as high as this year so what does that mean for us yeah, I think it, it it continues on that trend that we've now recovered out of that low base. Um, we've got a little bit more certainty around vaccine roll, rollout. I mean, there's still a little bit of uncertainty around the, the new variants, but uh, even that is seems like it's not nearly as bad as what markets initially reacted. So markets have a habit of, of pricing in worst-case scenario and then taking it from there. But I think for, for, for the coming period, I think, this year was really about inflation. I mean, we've seen a lot of this in the media, a lot of communication coming out of the research houses, IMF, fund managers, um, across the media sector, really a lot of talk around inflation. And, and I think that's really a prelude to interest rate conversation. And we've already seen interest rates move up slowly um, locally. We'll see interest rates move up in the U.S., um, probably Q3 next year. That's going to be a, a really big event. Um, we already um, talking of tapering and seeing what's happening there. So I think tapering and interest rates going to be a huge discussion next year. Um, and then the, the knock-on effect in my mind is going to be what U.S. markets do, and and that speaks to not just equities, but also the bond market. So um, investors have been really spoiled with fantastic returns over a prolonged period of time out of U.S. equities and U.S. bonds, but I think that's probably going to come to a, a very abrupt end next year. That would be our thinking. And maybe lastly, I mean, in a similar vein, growth stocks have done really well. So counters that priced in a whole lot of growth and looser monetary policy indefinitely. As we see tapering and interest rates pick up, those growth stocks are, are likely to come under pressure as well. It doesn't make them bad firms, but you know, you, you can turn a, a good company into a bad investment by just, you know, investing in something on high valuations when interest rates are about to go up. Um, and I think that's where the markets may be missing the trick there at the moment. That's an area of concern for us. So I think those would be the, the three key areas for, for us in the coming months and, and year. Just talk now for a second about 2022. Do you believe the investment landscape for South Africa is more attractive as we go into the new year than it was at the end of 2020 when we were really sort of at the, I want to say the start of the COVID pandemic, but uh, certainly well into it? Yes, I, I think um, we are definitely in a, in a better space than what we are uh, last year this, this time. So last year this time, if you cast your mind back, we 
when it's still a very uncertain space, a lot of unhappiness around vaccine rollout in South Africa. Um, and then since then, we've obviously managed to, to, to repair a lot of that, get vaccines rolled out, et cetera, and a lot of development in that space. So the economy has been opening up, opening up. There's been a lot more clarity. Um, the sentiment is gradually starting to, to improve. Although if you look at sentiment, they were still very, very poor. Um, equity markets have started to, to, to price in a little bit more, let's say optimism, but let's say less pessimism. And if you look at the valuation still, uh, they, they still look quite, uh, attractive. So I think we, we're still in a very good space actually from an investment perspective. It's not to say that we're utterly optimistic around the economic prospects, but the valuations seem to be overly negative at this stage. Adrian Pask, Chief Investment Officer at PSG Wealth. We're going to leave it there. Thank you very much, Adrian.